0: I'm Tara Gray, and today in Henrico, I'm speaking with Claiborne Warner Mason with the nonprofit, The Virginia Home for Boys and Girls. Claiborne has served on numerous nonprofit boards. Currently, she serves on the board of Hanover County's Community Policy and Management Team. Hi, how are you? I'm great, Tara. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for joining me today. The Virginia Home for Boys and Girls has launched a new program called Pride Place, Pride Place at Virginia Home for Boys and Girls helps reduce homelessness of the LGBTQ young adults. The uh, Virginia Home for Boys and Girls has a unique history. Would you like to share a little bit about the history of the nonprofit before we talk about Pride Place? I would love to. So
1: Virginia Home for Boys and Girls has been around for over 170 years. Um, In fact, next year, we're going to be... um, uh, celebrating our 175th anniversary, having been established in 1846. So we're proud of our history. We're proud of the fact that over the many decades and decades that we have been um, serving youth and families in um, in Virginia, we have always evolved to meet the specific needs of our communities. That said, we've never taken our eye off our core mission, which is um, helping to support Children and their families who um, are experiencing difficulties, uh, particularly children who um, have experienced, at least in the more modern times, abuse and trauma at the hands of those who love them. Those types of situations, that type of abuse that unfortunately many children um, undergo um, makes it difficult to to grow up um, in a a way that... uh, to grow into um, healthy, functioning adults. So what we do is we try to, through our trauma-informed approach, work with the kids who live with us on campus or learn with us in their school or take advantage of our therapeutic resources to make sure that they get the healing that they need.
0: Okay, so let's just jump right into Pride Place. Um, That is obviously something that's fairly new. Would Uh you like to, obviously you're going to want to talk about um, how it came to be, and yes. then, of course, a little bit about the program.
1: Yes, absolutely. So one of the things I just mentioned about Virginia Home for Boys and Girls is that we've always evolved um, to meet the changing needs of our community, the changing needs of children, youth, young adults in our community. A couple of years ago, we took our first step in the direction of serving homeless um, or, or young adults who would find themselves homeless by establishing our Independent Living Arrangement Program. Um, It was originally set up to uh, provide housing and support for uh, children, essentially, who turn 18 and uh, are in the foster care system, but who have unfortunately not ever found a permanent family. So before independent living programs were around, these kids basically fell off a cliff. They would become homeless. They lost the support that they had been getting from the state. They have no family and nowhere to go. So we um, repurposed some former um, staff living spaces on our campus and made them, uh, converted them into apartments for these young folks to come in, have a place to live, have um, supported case management, uh, learn how to make connections in the community, get jobs, continue education, and so forth. So that happened a couple of years ago in response to a need. That has evolved into our partnership today with Side-by-Side, Side, which we just launched at the beginning of this month. Um, we we learned as um, getting to know the folks at Side-by-Side Side over the last year, that among the homeless population in Richmond, um, of the homeless youth, about 35% of them fall into the category of the LGBT, LGBTQ plus community, which is um, the, the exclusive focus of Side-by-Side. We have a place where they can live, and that's one of the things that Side by Side has done is trying to find um, ways to house these young adults who, basically, have had family conflict as a result of um, sharing uh, their their um, LGBTQ status with family. So, um, in working with them over the last year, we worked out so that we could put two additional dwellings on our campus, um, dedicate them to uh, young adults in the LGBTQ community that side by side would refer to us. It was a natural extension of the independent living arrangement program that we already have. We already have staff who are trained to work with these youth to provide life skills instruction um, to help them navigate their communities and in partnership with the other case management services that side by side is providing in their expertise with this population. We think it's a real winning combination, and we're delighted
0: to be partnering with them. The website is has a lot of information on it. It's it's a it's a great place if you just want to d- do some research. Or I was on, like I said, the history. It was fascinating to me the history of the Virginia Home for Boys and Girls. The um, timeline, like you mentioned, does it goes all the way back to eighteen forty six. And the little story I thought was really neat about how. It came to be as far as, uh, the young homeless boy that came looking for food. That's a yes. great story. I'm not going to say it. So maybe, <laughs> maybe the <laughs> listeners, I'm not going to, maybe the listeners will go onto the website and look at that story. It's a really neat story. All the way it goes all the way through 2018 when you just spoke about the independent living arrangement that's offered to youth aging out of the foster care system.
1: Correct. And
0: if you would like to obviously mention the website and the phone mm-hmm. number. Sure. Um,
1: Our website is vhbg.org, Virginia Home for Boys and Girls, vhbg.org. And our number is um, 804-270-6566. We're a nonprofit, so, of course, we um, depend greatly on our community support. Um, We always appreciate that Henrico Citizen is um, great about getting the word out about what we do and who we are in our programming. Um, so we appreciate all that, um, every, all that our community has done for us for almost 175 years.
0: Yeah, that's a long time. That's a lot of, that's, that's a, that's a lot of time to be helping the community and the way that it has, the, it has grown. Even if, like I said, if you just go back and read from the last, oh, 10 years, the, mm-hmm. the program, the way that has served and helped the community, it's just a great nonprofit and, I'm very happy that you were able to join me today. There are, um, I guess, a couple things that I would like to uh, mention before we say goodbye. On the website, there is obviously um, about us section, which I strongly encourage um, people to take a look at the mission, the history. But there is also a donate today button. Would you like to hmm. share a little bit about how COVID has affected the nonprofit's, um, I guess, ability to receive services and give services?
1: Sure. Um, boy, COVID has turned our world upside down. Mm-hmm. Um, we have um, very fortunately been able to continue providing services to our youth. Um, we have kids who live on our campus. Um, they have nowhere else to go. So we, um, are, we kept going. We um, have not missed a beat. We have the most amazing staff who are truly essential employees on the front line with these kids. Um, We have to have our houses staffed 24-7, 365. So we've been able to keep that moving. We have a school on our campus. It's a special education private school working with kids um, who, uh, much like our kids in the group homes, um, who have experienced trauma and have certain um, emotional disabilities related to that. when the governor closed the schools our school building closed but uh much like schools around the state we did not stop uh, we did not close the school itself in terms of providing education so our teachers have been um working with our students through distance learning um we have a um an online tool that allowed uh, for a lot of that to happen and just um just figuring it out as we go um and so, of course, we also have the young adults in our independent living program who remained on campus, and our, our staff has continued to work with them. Um, you you were specifically asking me about the uh, uh, the donate page. Um, it's it's tough raising money, right? <laughs> in a work where you can't sit down across a table from someone and talk about uh, your work and and our worth and what we contribute to these youth and families. Um, so our philanthropy team has done, um, you know, is doing everything they can to maintain connections with our donors. Most of it's over the phone these days um, and through other means of communication. But um, we still um, we, we are still operating at 100 percent. So um, the support is needed now more than ever.
0: Right. Well, I am happy to be able to help you spread your message and um all of the all of the good works that you guys are doing in the community. Virginia Home for Boys and Girls, again, great website, a lot of information. Thank you so much. Thank you, Tara.